what a dream to work at a company where HR is actually like valued. Like it's almost like the Venn diagram of the company's needs and the employee's needs and the human HR is like in the middle going, hey, how do we make sure everyone gets happy so the job gets done? Welcome to the Be It Till You See It podcast, where we talk about taking messy action, knowing that perfect is boring. I'm Leslie Logan, Pilates instructor and fitness business coach. I've trained thousands of people around the world, and the number one thing I see stopping people from achieving anything is self-doubt. My friends, action brings clarity, and it's the antidote to fear. Each week, my guests will bring bold, executable, intrinsic, and targeted steps that you can use to put yourself first and be it till you see it. It's a practice, not a perfect. Let's get started. Welcome back to the Be It Till You See interview recap, where my co-host and my friend and I are going to dig into the people-centric combo I had with Brian May McAvoy in our last episode. If you haven't yet listened to that interview, feel free to pause this now, go back and listen to that one, and then come back and join us. Who would have thought that a conversation with the head of HR could have been so fun? <laughs> She's a riot. Riot. Yeah. Totally. I was like, oh, I mean, like she came totally like, I love the person who referred to her. So like I'm in many of our listeners actually work for a company. Not everyone is meant to be like someone who like, you know, works for themselves. And she feels like an entrepreneur because she like has so many great ideas. And she's like, how do I take these amazing ideas yes. and then make it work with the company? But also like, I just really love the permission she gave to anyone listening. Like it will help you whether you work for yourself or you work for someone else. I just, I, it went way long and I'm okay with that. It was, it was good. so good. It was a good interview. Yeah. Uh, today is June 22nd. If you're listening in real time, which is World Rainforest Day. I just want to like take a little brief side uh, journey in the scenic route. It's also like National Kissing Day. And last week was like Sneak a Kiss Day. And I'm not sure who's making the days, but like apparently June is uh, all about kissing. It's also Pride Month. So like we didn't actually announce at the end of the month, but I just want to say oh. Pride Month is going on. And I saw this amazing meme that says Pride Month. I hope all the people who are homophobic have a super uncomfortable month. And I'm like, yes, I hope you have a super uncomfortable month. <laughs> Happy Pride Month. But also World Rainforest Day is as important as Pride Month because you guys, the rainforest are why we get to breathe air. It's so true. whether or not you live near a rainforest, you rely on the rainforest. So please do your share. <laughs> to rock your life so that the rainforest can rock yours. So. <laughs> yeah, I think um, uh, I was just looking up the statistics. The, um, uh, you know, with deforestation happening down in Brazil, uh, it's really changing the dynamic of air quality around the world. World. Yeah, it's kind of insane. Mm -hmm. um, and I don't know why <laughs> that, that's the, I don't know why that's not uh, seen as, as like an important priority. Maybe outside the U.S. Uh, people are talking about it a lot. But like I just know that what I've heard from the stuff that we like you and I have dove deep into. It's like people are trying to get, you know, Brazil's gov government to like take care of its rainforest. And I don't know what the new person is doing. So I don't want to knock that person. But the person before was a bit of a dick. And uh, some shady fires were happening that, oh, well, now we get to farm here. So right. at any rate, like Brazil, I love you. I love visiting you. I think it's amazing. It, you're also not the only rainforest. So I don't no, think they're just the largest. And I, I wonder, since it's obviously like a an international resource, like and the, and their argument is like, you know, we need we need to do industrial stuff. I wonder if like we could buy 
their non-destruction of the rainforests? I don't know. That's an interesting question. Uh, we are not uh, that podcast, though. So I'm going to say, like, true. y'all. This has been this, something that's been on my mind since I was in fourth grade. Brad has been on his mind for a long Literally. time. So here is the thing. This is where you have to, like, pick and choose your thing that you're going to dive into. Yeah. And uh, so, you know, we can all, there's all, there's a million problems, at least, on this planet. Uh, pick the problem that you're most dedicated to, donate your money to that, and and you know, um, and then make people aware of this amazing, amazing day, and maybe they'll donate to this too. Yeah. Anyways, uh, World Rainforest Day, take care of the rainforest near you. Uh, and uh, so also, we are about to do a really fun um, virtual OPC event um, with our OPC teachers, with myself, with some contributors. If you are into Pilates, you love to nerd out about Pilates and you want to do it online, then July is your uh, best chance to do that with us. And so you want to go to opc.me slash event. Uh, speaking of July, uh, we will actually be in the UK uh, with an amazing business workshops and Pilates workshops. And um, at this point, probably we'll have opened up the doors for the few single ticket a la carte workshops you can buy. So you'll want to go to opc.me slash UK to check out those options. Uh, and Do August, it. Yeah. Brad's going to join me. He's teaching the business workshops with me. I'm excited about that. It's going to be a lot of fun. So excited. They're going to love your accent. Um, <laughs> <laughs> August, the summer tour, our West Coast tour. Hello, West Coast, West Coast. We're coming up your alley and we are going all the way to the top. So make sure you go to opc.me slash tour to get all the information. And hello, Poland. Hi, Poland. Hello, Europe. Basically, uh, if you don't want to join me in the UK, uh, then you need to join me in Poland. And by the way, the workshops are totally different. So you you could do both. Uh, and it's going to be a lot of fun. It's my first time could in Poland both. in over four years. And we have the Contrology Conference. So go to ContrologyPilatesConference.com to get your spot. Uh, there are limited spots available. And then October, we will be in Cambodia. And it's LeslieLogan.com slash retreat for the retreat info because... I'm really, I'm just so stoked. I'm so excited. I cannot wait to get back there. I gotta be honest, I love Jeju, but I was like, should we have flown to Cambodia instead? You know, like I, I we gotta see the rest of the world too, but like I miss going there several times a year, so I cannot wait to be it's there, uh, leaving this retreat, and then I get to hang out longer. So I'm super excited about that. Anyways, before we dive into Ryan, we have an audience question to respond to. We do. This one's from Megan Lawman, and she said, um, Hi, a while ago I remember the link uh, for the red light LL uses being in the show notes, but I couldn't find which episode that was in. Um, it's the most beautiful red light I've ever seen, and if I'm going to relax and stare at a light, <laughs> I feel like it should look beautiful. I was thinking of adding it to my wish list. Do you know the name of that company? I love this. You guys... You can ask us any question you want. Any question. And this question is not even a long answer. So I'm super, it's like, love, I, you should look beautiful in your red light and your light should look, everything you own can look beautiful. You do not it's have true. to have ugly red lights. So um, I do love this red light and you can go to beitpod.com slash sauna space. So sauna, like a hot sauna space. Um, and that will take you to the red light company that I got my red light from and I use it pretty much every day we're in this house. Yep. She does. And when Brad is yeah. like, I'm like, you should sit in front of the red light. <laughs> and it's very calming. It also like helps with skin rejuvenation. Um, they use it a lot for recovery, for injuries and stuff for like, you know, skin injuries and stuff. It's why we don't look like we're 40 when we are. 
Yeah, so it's great for your face. <laughs> I mean, there's a bunch of other uh, awesome stuff with it. I just, I love how I feel when I'm done. Yeah, it also, it. like, it helps with your mind. You know, there's a lot of interesting stuff. Yeah, sometimes I play video games in front of it and I don't even meditate. I just sit there and I'm like, this is what I want to do right now. But I'll be honest, like, it has saved me from days where I feel like I just want to which is actually going to go into like this whole conversation we're about to have about Ryan. But like, I just want to quit myself. <laughs> oh, can't do that. Well, I'll be turn this light on. And like 20 minutes later, I'm like, you know, it'd be really amazing. Let's do these five things. And it's like, oh, it's like, whoa, we just switched. We literally flipped a switch. So yeah, it's super calming. So if you're working in a stressful space um, or you have a lot of stress in your world, um, getting a red light, you know, can actually be really beneficial for you yeah. and also like your mindset. Um, so we are big fans of the one that we have called from Sauna Space. So go to beitpod.com slash sauna space. Yeah. And also um, Amy Ledeen, who is episode five, episode seven, episode five. She, uh, she actually has one of their setups as well. She is recovering. Like she's always in recovery of the cancer that she's had. Um, cause it's come back a couple of times. And so she, every single day stands in front of her whole red light setup from them. So there's a couple different options you have. Episode five. Yeah. I'm impressed. So good. <laughs> every time we do this guys, you have to, I wish you could see it. Like if you're watching it on YouTube, you can, but like I literally say a number and then Brad Googles to see if I was right. And then he's always like, I'm, if I'm ever wrong, I'm like, either an inverted number off or one off. I'm like so close. It's never, a, a, it's never like, wow, that you're a hundred episodes off. Anyways, um, Megan, put it on your wish list. Get this self for your, get this for yourself. It is awesome. And you will use it at this point. It costs me no money because I've, I've used it every, every day. day. <laughs> yeah. So anyways, uh, you can send in your questions, uh, to the beat pod. Um, I actually don't know what the email is, so just, you know, DM us on Instagram or they'll put it in the show notes, I'm sure. Yeah, just sign up for the, um, weekly newsletter okay. and there's a link in there. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, now let's talk about Brian May McAvoy. What a name. Yeah, it's a great name. I always confuse if it's McAvoy or McAvoy because it's not M-A-C. Are they still pronounced exactly the same? It's a great question for her. <laughs> you should have asked it when you interviewed her. <laughs> Well, you can definitely confirm Ryan May. Yeah, it's Ryan May. Yeah, I know. But you never mentioned her last name during the interview. It's like, okay, well, that's all right. Um, with a diverse HR background, she offers a fresh perspective on human resources by recognizing the untapped potential in corporate environments. She is dedicated to driving positive change from the inside out, striving to cultivate a workplace where employees are valued, supported, and inspired to reach their full potential. Mm-hmm. So first thing, before we even jump into our ideas on like what we liked about the conversation, mm-hmm. I just thought it was great to define HR. Right. And this was the first time that I Because I used to go, oh my God, HR is coming. HR is calling for yeah. my life. <laughs> right? Yeah. And, yeah. It's like, like it's IEB in fucking SVU. Yeah. And it's like, in, you know, the internal, you know, like they're, they're coming to get you. Um Internal affairs. No, HR, the way she defines HR is that it's human operations. So anything that has to do with the humans in the company and the operating like operations around them. So, you know, she was talking about, um, uh, obviously like, uh, the insurance side of things and all the paperwork and all that kind of stuff, but also like 
the mental well-being. Um, and uh, she gave a couple of other examples that I'm drawing a blank on at the moment. But I, I thought it was like, oh, that's a different way to think about, you know, there should be somebody in the company I've, who is looking after the well-being of the people on the, in the company. I, because the, the first corporation that I was at didn't have HR. Like the CFO was kind of like, Right. Also acting as HR. Yeah. And uh, so we didn't really have an HR. Like if I wanted to complain about my boss, it was to my boss. So super fun. Um, <laughs> that doesn't and then, work. It doesn't work. And then, um, and then uh, when I worked for a high-end fitness company, there was HR. But like, man, it was like, you talk to them like, I have to write this person up. Uh, that's not a good enough writer. Right. Da, 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 da. And like, I need to find this person. Like, you haven't HR's written them up negative. three times. Yeah. Like, and like, but since I've left, I've since heard that they have like, they have opportunities for life coaching. They've added in some amazing resources. That's very much more human centric. So when Ryan described this, like I, oh my God, what a dream to work at a company where HR is actually like valued. Like it's almost like the Venn diagram of the company's needs and the employee's needs and the human HR is like in the middle going, hey, how do we make sure everyone gets happy so the job gets done? And yeah. I just thought, I just really enjoyed her. Like, how fun is she? I don't even want to work for a SaaS company. I actually don't even know what they do. Uh, but I want, I would like her to be my HR person. <laughs> yeah, you know, well, after listening to uh, her talk about how like her approach to HR and how it's incorporated into her company, it actually reminded me a lot of our friend, Eddie. Um, oh, yeah. Because he actually, it, his role, like he works for a security company. So it's a lot of, uh, you know, men in, in like private security where they're taking care of super high profile people. It's uh, militant. It's super stressful. It's like militant, you know, where they, it's effectively like police, but like private, like privatized. And, um, you know, so all of the expectations that you might have around that idea and his role in the company is to make sure that the people are able to function as human beings, you know. And so he goes around and he, you know, can uh, he has the authority to give someone a week off if they if they need it, like whatever it might be or, you know, take someone out to lunch or whatever and dig in and have these conversations. And but I never actually like I thought, I always thought like, wow, what an epic role to play in a company. But I never thought about it as HR. Yeah. And so actually, I think it might be aligned with HR. Yeah. Well, I'm going to dive into what I love. Yes, do so, it. So she talked about your relationship with yourself being it's the most permanent relationship you have. And so going back to the red light, it's like, sometimes I just want to get the fuck away from myself. I'm like, I'm annoyed. I'm, I'm annoying myself. I'm this. <laughs> right? But I, I can't leave me as far as this lifetime is concerned. So, uh, so she said it's really powerful to be able to walk away. And like, and mm. she talked about like, so being the most permanent means that you're not like, you're not stuck. You're not concrete. You're not stuck as who you are, but you don't get to leave you. So, <laughs> so you really do need to take time to get to know yourself. And she is really, um, focused on self-improvement, like, and making sure that every year she focuses on like acknowledging what's going on and learning about what her, wasn't her best self, what were her mistakes and then building up the good stuff and like acknowledging what the good stuff is. Like the other day I was teaching uh, my Elevate group and someone goes, I don't want to say, like, I know this sounds really weird, but I want to say I'm so proud of myself. And I'm like, it should not be weird to say I'm so fucking proud of myself. Like it should be like seen as like a hurrah, like that's amazing. Right. So 
I just love that she actually brought up like getting to know yourself and being like in this um, really being ama amazing with the relationship with yourself as being awesome and being a, it should be a priority. And you know, when you work for someone or you maybe you work for yourself, like sometimes you and I both at separate times, are like I'm going to get the hell out of here. Like I, I am not serving anybody in this moment. Like yeah. I need to go away and it should not be like a strike on your amazingness at the job that you're at. It should be seen as like, okay, way to acknowledge that you aren't titrating right now. You are not showing up in this amazing thing. And like, you need to like go take yourself away so you can like love, like figure out what you need right now, what you need to like, uh, take care of yourself right now. Titrate. This is what Brad's looking up right now. So titrate is like, do I need a walk right now? Do I need to take on more responsibility right now? Do I need to take on less responsibility right now? Here's how I'm going to use it in a sentence. Cause that's what everyone's going to want to have. So I have these AG one vitamin D drops and I can put in a drop or I can titrate and put in more drops. I can give myself more drops. Should I feel like I need them? That's called titrating. It's like, it's like a, it's a science word for sure. Cause there is not a single definition that uh, talks about it in the way you are. Although there is a parallel. <laughs> ah, yeah, no, I learned it in my breath work and I also learned it from AG1. They're like titrate between one and five drops. So like it is a word people use. It's like a measurement. It you... says to ascertain the amount of a const of a constitute constituent in a solution <laughs> by measuring the volume of a known concentration of regent required to complete a reaction with it. AKA <laughs> acknowledge if you need more or less time in the space that you're in and go get yourself what you need. So that's this, what titrate is. Yeah. So it used in a <laughs> sentence, the sample is titrated at a pH near 10 with EDTA solution. That's a not, this is not helpful. <laughs> no, it is, people. it is totally because the sample is titrated, you know, so it's titrated, meaning it's, it's uh, diluted or it's, you know, there's something that's being added into the thing. Yeah. So for, in this instance, you know, you were talking about um, giving yourself more or less of other things yeah, so you can like walk, become take, the know, best version some of space, yourself. You know, yeah. you're inserting something into the middle of the thing. So in other words, taking a breather, the best, the, yeah. the best word I could have used. I loved it. In this example. That was great. Thank you. Yeah. What did you love? <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. So she said to speak your truth, uh, vocalize what you're not comfortable with. And um, I think that it's, especially in the corporate environment, uh, it's easy to get, you know, like the, the tomato is thrown to the person who stands up above the crowd, all the things, everyone wants to be Daisy, all that stuff, you know, and I, I, I mean, I worked in a, in a very volatile environment where oh, you just kept your fucking mouth shut. Your environment stressed me out. I wasn't even there. Yeah. Because if you, you know, and, and unless it was like, you know, it was very infrequent that someone would ever push back because it was not really welcomed and it just created stress and that stress was never fun. So, but she said, you need to, it's important to, you know, um, she said, we need to speak up inside of corporate walls to create change because, uh, there are misconceptions about HR, um, that they only care about the company. Uh, and she said, it's not true because she's also an employee of the same company. So strange. right. So like, how can the employee of the company be only for the company and not for the employees? She wouldn't be for herself. Right. So mm -hmm. that's like the, the, the weird misconception. I also think that's like such a great, like comeback to people who would like have a nag on HR. It's like, okay, but then I would literally be doing a disservice to my own self. Right. 
Yeah. Um, so, so obviously, you know, there's an ulterior motive because if she makes rules that don't make sense, then they're not going to make sense for her either. So anyway, she said there's a human element in what they do, um, and they deal with difficult situations such as layoffs, terminations, performance issues, etc. Uh, but uh, people don't get to those points without there being like things along the way that will take them to the point of a layoff, termination, or performance issue. And she said you she can't solve problems that she doesn't know about. And yeah. so it's so important as a person who's working in an organization that has HR to go and speak to HR and say the things that need to be said, you know, and it's not a, it's not a bitch fest, but like, it's a, you know, again, just like we were talking about a week ago with, you know, relationships, it's communication that's going to allow the easing of tension, the easing of stress. Uh, and what's really lovely about having someone who's in HR is that, you know, that you can schedule a meeting with them and you can sit down and have a conversation about something that is bothering you. Oh my goodness. Yeah. You know what? The last company I worked for outside of a courtroom because I got subpoenaed. <laughs> I was not working for them anymore, but I got subpoenaed. I had to go in and I was sitting out there waiting to be my witness self. Trust me. I try to get out of it. And the person who sat down next to me was the head of HR for the West coast. And I was like, your job just, I just like feel like it fucking sucks. He's like, well, this is not the highest point of my job. And I was just like, can you just lose my number? Like, just please do not call me in for this ever again. But I saw him as a human, I think for the first time ever. Mm. And I remember thinking, gosh, I wonder how my job would have been different if I had seen him as a human being. While you were yeah. yeah, I think I probably would have used him in a different way. I think I probably would have stuck up and advocated for myself in a different way. And like, that's not his fault. Like I had this like negative sure. look on HR and maybe like it's part, like maybe we'll both take responsibility. Like he could have explained how he could have saved, like saved my ass sometimes. So, uh, so that would have been nice. But, um, I also like, uh, when it comes to laying thing, people off, just so you all know who are employees, it fucking sucks for the employer too. Yeah. It costs so much money to hire, train someone. It is way, way cheaper to have an employee who's with you for a really long time. And but aside, I mean, aside from that, and I, yes, of course, the financial side of it, the reality is that you build relationships with your oh. team. So, you know, like the dynamic of the whole team is going to change. And, you know, Especially if you like the person that you have to let go, like that sucks. Yeah, like it, it. Like sometimes you're letting someone go not because they're an idiot or a bad per human being. It's like this is not the right role for you. And or I mean, it could be like we you know we tried this initiative and we're not going to do it anymore. Yeah. So now, there's so like, many reasons. You know, whatever. So, you, like our friend Michael, we were like getting on a podcast with him, and he's like, "Oh, hold on, I just had to fire someone. Uh, let me take a moment." And we were like, oh, no problem. I've been there before. And he's like, my whole goal is that I, like, people know that they're getting fired. Like, they should, it should not be a surprise, you know? And, like, so typically, if your HR, your company, or your boss has been doing their job, you've been getting feedback along the way. It's not a surprise. It should not be a surprise when it's right. like, so sorry, this isn't working out. No, it still sucks. It still stings. It's so awful. But, um, but you know, I just... Ryan, love you. 
wish I could have you on my HR team. Wish I could have an HR team. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I think she offered her services in a la carte. We'll get there Anyways, someday. We'll get there. We'll get, there. We'll get, up, we'll get Ryan someday. Because she, and, and if not Ryan, dreams. Like you are the standard. You are the, I want to know uh, your strength finders and all the things. You can write a description for the person that I'm hiring. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways. Um, thank all you. Right. Yeah, I loved it. I'm so good. Let's do the beat action. Yeah, we'll be right back. Taking care of your health isn't always easy, but it should at least be simple. That's why for the past three years, we've been drinking AG1 every day, no exceptions. It's just one scoop mixed with water once a day, every day, and it makes me feel totally energized and it makes me feel like I'm doing something healthy for myself. That's because each serving of AG1 delivers my daily dose of vitamins, minerals, pre and probiotics, and more. It's a powerful, healthy habit that's also powerfully simple. Yeah, and you're probably wondering, like, how can you actually do it? No exceptions. I know you guys travel all the time. You've got a lot going on. You're running three businesses. Here's the deal. It's because it's that simple. So when we're at home, after I walk by own, and sometimes August, because sometimes he comes, I open up the fridge. I pull out the dog's wet food and the AG1. I pour my AG1. And if Brad's up, I'll pour his too. And then I give the dogs their food. And we have this morning breakfast with all of our nourishing vitamins and minerals that we need to kickstart our day together as a family. But when we're traveling... What I love so much is these travel packs and they make it so easy to make sure that especially on the road when it's the hardest to get nutrition needs met, like it is impossible. I'm constantly like, is there a salad? Is there a bowl? Like, can I add more veggies to this Thai food? But I know because I'm AJ1 in the morning, I am set to go. And it really does make us feel like we're doing things that are healthy for ourselves even when we hit the road. So you cannot make a mistake with AG1. It makes it really easy no matter how busy your life is or maybe your life is simple and you're gonna add something extra simple to it. If there's one product I had to recommend to elevate your health, it's AG1. And that's why we've partnered with them for so long. So if you wanna take ownership of your health, start with AG1. Try AG1 and get a free one year supply of vitamin D3 plus K2 and five free AG1 travel packs with your first purchase exclusively at drinkag1.com slash be it. That's drinkag1.com slash B-E-I-T. Check it out. All right, now let's talk about those be it action items. What bold, executable, intrinsic, or targeted action items can we take away from your combo with Ryan May, McAvoy? Do not label yourself as just one thing. Um, she was talking about being a multifaceted human being. Um, we're not robots. We aren't uh, only doing the thing that we do at work all day long, um, no matter what your employer may want. Uh, you know, she said, serve the version of you um, at the moment uh, that serves you best. So for example, she said, yeah, during the day at my job, I'm Ryan May, the HR person, but I'm also, you know, a wife. I'm also a cat lady, um, and I love Netflix and mac and cheese uh, on a we hard love, day. We have gluten-free, dairy-free mac and cheese. Oh, yeah, it's we like, do. It's amazing. Um, we're going to have it at night. Like, we should have it tonight. Yeah, maybe we do that. Yeah. She said it's the seed of the garden uh, to being more than just your job. Mm. Yeah. I think that's beautiful. Like, some people, like, they, they, they just, like, work themselves 24-7 because they think that that's going to make them better at the job. But really it's like your multifaceted self that makes you bet the best at the job. Yeah. It's, it's very weird. I, I'm, I like fall straight into this trap. You know, for me, it's like, if I can work on the thing 24 seven, then I think that it's going to be, you know, I'm going to move the ball forward or something like that. Um, and I love that. I caught you watching a superhero movie on your lunch break today. Yeah. Yeah. 
<laughs> yeah, I think that's great. I think it like, you need those pauses. You need to have any interest because it allows you to draw inspiration in different ways. And also like, you're not a fucking robot. You're a human being. It was also the weekend and we were working all weekend, but I did, uh, I know I'm out this week and that's why I was doing it, but yes, yes I please, was like, let's just like a little asterisk. Hold on a second. Like one moment. We do not work all weekend, every weekend. That's this particular true. work weekend was a planned work weekend because of vacations prior to and after. Yeah. So there we go. Okay. Yeah. Go back to your point. <laughs> Um, I don't think they're judging us. It's okay. No, I just think it's important for people to actually understand that like you, it's part of you, we pl you plan these things in so you can well, work we, the we, weekend. We work, because we work for ourselves, you know, we, and we want, you know, y'all know we went to Korea. We tagged on the, because we were already over there was like, well, let's go take four days and actually take a break. And it ended up being six days. Well, break. yeah, it, it, the, we I, the, the island of Jeju was was we were there for four days. Yeah. So the point is we actually weren't working then, which yeah. would have been during the week. And so, yeah, this week when we're at home, it's like, all right, let's do this. Let's so. get some stuff done so I can go camping. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I, I do. I love that beat. Actually, I thought that was really great. Um, yeah. So I'm, I'm in on that. What was your biggest takeaway? So she said, acknowledge and honor even the bad parts. And I actually like, like bad in air quotes because She's like, um, acknowledge what these are and learn what these parts are about ourselves that we're not going to love. And then the more you deny the layers of yourself, that's what she said. The more you deny the layers of yourself, you become less authentic in each, ver each version. And you can also become easily consumed. Mm. So she let her job consume her um, uh, because like she wanted to be liked. And so um, where there's a lot of work to be done, like there's these easy reasons for this. And it's like, you know... Um, there are parts of ourselves that we're not the most excited to share that we're like, Oh God, people are going to see this. But like, if you deny that part of yourself or you hide it or you like, Oh, whatever it is, it is easy to become more and more less authentic. I mean, even in the day to day, it's not necessarily something you're like permanently denying. If you're having a shit day, it's okay to know that you're having a shit day. Well, and also like, I acknowledge in this, like, I did not like who I was in the, one of the most recent finance meetings. I'm like, I am like, I don't want to be here. I don't like who I am. I want to go take a walk and I can't leave this meeting. I'm not enjoying it. Is this meeting over? Okay, it's done. Okay, thank you. Let's all try to figure out. I got to figure out how to like myself in this meeting. And I'd love for us to make sure that this meeting can be more fun. <laughs> so anyways, um, be who you need to be in that moment and accept that sometimes it's not the best version of yourself. You know, that's a good quotable. I hope our team put it on a card so we can share that shit because it is okay to not be 100% amazingly awesome all the time. You can titrate and be the best version of yourself that you can be in that moment. You can titrate. Yes. <laughs> Ryan May, thanks for being the bestest. Uh, so excited. You guys, um, we actually have another HR person coming up in the lineup and it's a whole different topic. And I got to connect the two of them and I, I'm like, I'm like, okay, but hold on. Did you chat? What's going on? Like, I'm really excited <laughs> about it because it's a whole, it's a whole other topic. It's all about grief, um, which I'm, I'm super stoked about. So thank you, Ryan, for setting the stage for what HR could look like in this world. Thank you for being amazing. Keep us posted on everything you're doing. Everyone else, how are you going to use these tips in your life? We want to know. Tag the beat pod, tag Ryan May. She's like huge on LinkedIn. So, you know, head over there. Uh, and until next time, be it till you see it. Bye for now. That's all I got for this episode of the Be It Till You See It podcast. 
One thing that would help both myself and future listeners is for you to rate the show and leave a review and follow or subscribe for free wherever you listen to your podcast. Also, make sure to introduce yourself over at the Be It Pod on Instagram. I would love to know more about you. Share this episode with whoever you think needs to hear it. Help us and others be it till you see it. Have an awesome day. Be It Till You See It is a production of the Bloom Podcast Network. It's written, filmed, and recorded by your hosts, Leslie Logan, and me, Brad Kroll. It is produced and edited by the Epic Team at Desenio. Our theme music is by Ali at Apex Production Music, and our branding by designer and artist, Gianfranco Chofi. Special thanks to Melissa Solomon for creating our visuals and Samena Velazquez for our transcriptions. Also to Angelina Herico for adding all the content to our website, and finally to Meredith Kroll for keeping us all on point and on time. Hey loves, it's me, Leslie, and I am excited to talk about socks because we need to talk about socks all the time because I love being barefoot. I am not a fan of shoes. You'll rarely see me in shoes. Even when I have people at my house and they're in shoes, I am barefoot or I'm in my toe socks and Tavi Active socks. And the reason is that I've got tile floors and um, they're not so nice to my feet. So I do love a cute sock. And I also only use their socks when I am doing Pilates. I love that they have an amazing sticky gripness to them. It also, when I'm teaching in other people's studios, having those socks on keeps me from slipping around in a studio and really allows me to root where I'm planted. Plus they're freaking cute. Have you seen toe socks and Tavi's socks? I mean, my goodness, they are the cutest styles all the time. The Barbie socks, I can't get enough of. I think I need to buy three pairs. So here's the deal. I want you to get yourself a pair of toe socks or Tavi Active socks and you can go to beapod.com slash toe socks. That's gonna take you over to toe socks. Feel free to explore a Tavi and you can use my discount code Leslie, that's L-E-S-L-E-Y to make sure you save some money on your socks because the reality is, is you should just get the most amazing, cutest socks and also save some money because you listen to this podcast. So make sure you check those out the next time you are looking for some socks to wear in Pilates, yoga, bar, or around your house like I do.